This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's hour four of the nation. We have some awesome Mavs audio here for you. Jason Kidd talking defense coming at you in about 10 seconds. General at your service. At ease. There's Brian Broaddus, former NFL scout and executive. You got Delucius Alexander, the pimp cup over there, master control. Uh, Eric Chiafalo is in. Carter Freeman is coordinating your video. Uh, Zach Wolchuk is out this week. He's moving in. Okay, lots of branches on this topic tree. Jason Kidd handling a question about the defense post game, and here he is. Do you feel like your interior defense is an issue? No, we're here. We're here to outscore people. <laughs> People come to see points, not 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 uh, eighty to eighty. We're, we're here to score. This is the new NBA. Um, the interior defense, we'll, we'll figure it out. We got plenty of bigs. Uh, one of our defenders, you know, when we talk about our defense, Maxie's out. Hopefully, we get him back after the break. But um, the way that we competed there in, this, in that fourth quarter, um, we had everybody was small. Um, and so interior defense is about your one and will, and, the, and that group did that. And so um, understanding we, we have an offensive team that can put a lot of points on the board. And uh, we spotted them 20-something points and found a way to, uh, to come down to the last possession. Thanks. <laughs> so uh, Jason Kidd there, my, my first thought was, man, the maps are going to be a lot more fun to watch. I'm like, look at this. Jason Kidd is waving the white flag. He knows that the front office has given him a team that can't play defense, so he's pivoting to focusing on offense. And that's what I was thinking for a while, but then I remembered last year he had a similar line where he's like, oh, yeah, we're just not built for defense. And it triggered a response from his players that turned them into, from that point forward, one of the top five defensive teams. So, you know, I... This is really interesting. I do you guys? I I don't think they're really doing what Jason Kidd said, right? That's like sarcasm and frustration. Yeah. yeah. No, they. Uh, you opened the show with a, a really good speech that Jason Kidd would have given his troops after last night. And if you you want to go back and listen to that, but the way you uh, you talked about it is, you know, he he was he was not happy. Well, I I just couldn't believe that. Yeah. We're back here having this conversation. And games this week against the Kings and T-Wolves that you're battling for position with and you need, we're giving up somewhere between 10 and 15 points. That's just what my naked eye tells me from the game, Chief, for free. Yeah, yeah. And it just seemed like there was there was a lot of, like, didn't it all feel quite a bit like effort at times, too? Yeah. Where it's just like these guys don't even really, they're not even really caring to get in front of these dudes. It's a layup line to the rim. And it, despite the fact that, the T-Wolves can't shoot the three ball, at least last night mm. they couldn't. They're still able to get points at will, and it's just because nobody seems to care to stay in front of the offensive player. And so as, as the coach, that 
has to annoy you more than anything. These guys aren't even trying. Yeah. And so when I first heard the the quotes or I read them, uh, I was just like, what? I, I There's no way he actually means this because that is – absolutely his calling card is like you have to play defense that matters a ton yeah. like how did we change so quickly right it just didn't add up and so that and it goes back to him being a master mind bleeper because right. he had me yeah. kind of in the blender a little bit going okay wait what's the deal i don't understand what's going on and so hopefully the point has been driven home over the last 12 hours or so yeah i, I think you know coming into the facility today and, and watching film today it's it's really got to be a look at yourselves in the mirror type of moment because you're gifted offensively and you might think that that's going to get you paid and it will but it's not going to keep you around on winning teams for long and if you want to be a winner this is going to be really important because I tell you what um, other teams out there can do both it's not one or the other (laughs) you look at Boston you look at Milwaukee uh, you look at Denver, that's three of the top five teams defensively in the NBA right now, Brian, and you're going to face off against those teams, so you can't think you're just going to outscore people. Uh, I think that was Jason Kidd trying to get the message home to his players. No, he was, and you know that's and, they, and they've got a big uh, they got a big game coming up against the Nuggets in Denver right before they go to break, so maybe that's one of those moments where, you know, I, but I, I do know this for a fact that everything that you said and talked about they talked about as a team today. Right. So on. that's that's at least that message. If you're a Mavs fan, you know, know that that Jason Kidd's not just going to sit there and let this thing go. Yeah. You'll probably see a lot better effort against the last time the Nuggets have lost was when the last time the Mavs were at home. Yeah. So this this is a big matchup for them. And I, I love doing it now, shortly before the All Star break. You know, you can make the effort against these Denver teams. You can see where it is, and then. After these games and before the All Star break starts, being like, uh, okay, um, you know, there's there's no more time that we can work on this. This needs to be the time we are, where we are executing better, you know. And I'm fond of telling, um, you know, my kids now they're kids, not adults, but it is coaching sports. I'm done talking about this, you know. I'm not, I'm not going to continue to be nice and try to explain it, you know. I've 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 hit the end of my patience. I keep asking for it. I keep asking for it, and we're not responding. I can only assume, you know, you're not listening to me, or you don't you don't think it's important. And I can't accept either one of those things. Really, you know, it it it's time to really start applying this, especially in the playoffs that happened last year for Luca. That should have been a massive moment where he's like, okay, line in the sand. I'm not playing that kind of defense anymore. But Luca's the biggest the biggest defender here, you know, because. I don't know what it is. One of every four or five games, it's just like he's so frustrated with the offensive possession. You could take the fouls out of it. He's just frustrated with not scoring and wants the defense part to get over with so we can go back down there and, and, and try to get his his bucket again. Now, that being said, the offense flows so much better that I think you know paying attention to the offense could bear significant fruit. But you can't get so much better on offense that your defense doesn't matter to the extent that they played last night. So, but with with Luca and and this style of faster offense, Chiafalo, I, I feel like there's got to at least be a compromise towards that approach. And you can see Luca trying to do that, like deferring to Kyrie last night on that final possession. The end result wasn't great, but the. The the thing that really sticks with me is both guys know I can't be selfish through this. And the mistake came trying to help each other out instead of trying to 
you know, ice somebody out of the offense. And I think that's a huge difference. Yeah, yeah. I, like those late game instances between these two guys, Luke and Kyrie, will get ironed out, figured out. We've seen it time and time again when duos or trios of superstars get together and you have to work out the kinks at first. I think all of that will get handled but there is going to have to be some level of give and take here with the way in which they play because Luka wants to slow it down and get into the half court. Kyrie has shown he can get out there and run, and Josh Green, some of these guys, it might be more conducive to their styles as well. And through three quarters, it was kind of like they were getting back to the Luka laboring to get points, slowing it down, and then they unleash the beast in the fourth quarter. Kyrie goes bananas. They're out and running, and it's like, okay, May, like that that probably needs to be more than just a Hail Mary fourth quarter last resort when you're down by a million points. Absolutely, it should. Okay, let's shift gears here a little bit. The uh, the sportsman at there at the top of the hour lit up the text pretty good. The lady said the Eagles are going back because the NFC East is so open. Got a big reaction on the text. Do you? How do you see the East going into next year? I, I think year two of this Giants coaching staff – if Washington can get a quarterback, that's what I that's what I would think about. Yeah, it was one of the best divisions in football this year. Yeah. It, for multiple weeks on Monday, we were talking about all four teams being in playoff position. The Eagles might go back, but it's not because the East is going to be weak. This this no. is going to be one you're going to have to earn. The problems that everybody runs into is they Dallas has to find a, a solidify their wide receiver core. I feel like you know figure that out. The Commanders need a quarterback. The Eagles have got to they, – they've got six or seven guys off their starting defense that they have to somehow sign. And two coordinators and, now. And two coordinators now. And then you look at the at the Giants. To me, it's about adding skill on the offense. You know, who is able to kind of figure all that out uh, going into next season? That'll be the team that likely, uh, you know, will be the one that have to you'll have to deal with. Washington doing the interviews. I was surprised Baltimore didn't go with Eric Bieniemy. They go Todd Munkin, the play caller from Georgia. But Washington is set to meet with Bieniemy, and that just seems like an absolute no brainer to be to be the OC. Well, and Andy Reid's like, I want him to go and be able to to run the show somewhere yeah. as a full on play caller, and he doesn't have that autonomy in Kansas City right now. I thought Baltimore would be a no brainer. Washington, maybe they get him, and I think that would be a huge, huge signing for Washington to be able to get him. There's a lot of uh, a lot of anxiety going on right now in the commander's offices because of the sell of the team. There's a lot of people in that building that feel like they're going to lose their jobs. Yeah. I don't know if you're Eric Bieniemy, do you go oh, into do a you si- want to go there? Do you want to go into a situation where maybe you have new ownership? Now maybe new ownership means if you go in there and have success and all that, you know that Ron Rivera like, you know, okay, I I'm, I'm going to retire or but I, I don't know if I'm Eric Bieniemy if I want to go into that situation because just talking to people, we had Julie Donaldson on it at Radio Row, you know, and just visited with her a little bit and and talking about the team and stuff like that. Just kind of feel like that there's a lot of unknown going on with the Commanders right now. Yeah, I don't think I'd want to go work for them. I don't think I would either. Yeah. So if I'm Eric Bieniemy, I'll ride this thing out for another year. And hope for the best. Yeah, I'll take some interviews, try and parlay it into a little bit of a pay bump, and just uh, stay hanging with Andy Reid and Pat Mahomes. That yeah. seems like a pretty at, at least for sweet another year. Deal. At least for yeah. another year. Yeah. Two one four. It takes a week to move. Well, I mean, Woolchuck's been on the show for dang near a year and hasn't taken a week off. Uh, you know, so I think it was partially 
you, it takes a day to move, but it also takes time to be there for the cable company. That's the problem I have. Yeah, get everybody the, turned on. The cable company acts like that they're going to see you in a year. You know, you're you're on their schedule, not on you know, not on their. I mean, they're they're heck. Yeah. You you like hey, well I'm putting in. To, well, we'll be there between Wednesday and whatever Friday. You know, we can't give you a we'll time. We'll just drop it at a yeah. random moment. Yeah. You know, you never you might be he might be on the radio and all of a sudden it's like oh we're here to fix your cable. Yeah, yeah. it only takes a day or two to move, but then a few days to settle, as you mentioned. Mm-hmm. And then also, Walchuk is uh, is still having to cope with the idea that his beloved Chick-fil-A is venturing into cauliflower uh, sand. I saw that, yeah. Now, and what part of the sand it was cauliflower? The, the What is supposed to be the fried chicken is oh. uh, what I believe to now so be. So the protein. Actually, yeah, the, the protein. Because you do the cauliflower stuff with rice, you know, or mashed potatoes, cauliflower mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. Cauliflower p- pizza crust? The crust yeah, yeah, cauliflower yeah. pizza yeah. crust. But when you start going into the cauliflower, like, protein. I'm not buying it. I, I I don't know what the deal is there. And so I, Walchuk, who's a huge advocate of Chick-fil-A, worked there for a long time, went back as a manager. Uh, he is a tried-and-true Chick-fil-A gentleman. I think he's a little bit perturbed by their latest decision. I wouldn't blame him for that. You know, it's it seems off a little bit. I, I, I do like, you know, a vegan or vegetarian lifestyle. I, I think it's pretty dang healthy. I just don't like when they try to recreate meats with fruits and vegetables. Yeah. You know, there's plenty of delicious there's, over there with regular cauliflower I or broccoli. I when they call it like vegan wings or a vegan burger. No, call <laughs> yeah. it what it is, yeah. a mushroom burger. That's right. That's what I'm saying. Yes. You can, yeah. You, yeah. Fried cauliflower. Yeah. Call yeah. It, tell me what it is. That porter, no. portobello mushrooms almost are like eating a hamburger patty, though. They really are. If you do, yeah. if you do it the right way. I'll take you, your word for if it. If you close your eyes and you lose all sense of taste, you could convince yourself while hammered that it's close to being a burger. I would, Bro, don't, I would don't, do. Wait, wait. Don't go on record of you, you, acting like It's a mushroom. You, no, no, no. I, excuse me. You're absolutely right. <laughs> he's got okay. a bone to pick with me, dog. Yeah. Yeah. Step this, aside this, real quick. This, my man over there is acting like that he's eating lobster Thermidor when he's coming in at 4.15 in the morning, <laughs> hammered. My man was over there eating Alpo dog food one night because he was so hammered. Oh, man, this is some of the best tasty meatballs hey. I've ever had in my life. When he gets in a feeding frenzy, it's like piranhas. He'll eat I'm anything saying. near that's him. What yeah. Watch he, your fingers. He's acting like that he's like, oh, I've got everything planned out when I come home. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's it's yesterday, I believe, they unveiled Chick-fil-A announced the test uh, one-of-a-kind plant-forward entree, the Chick-fil-A cauliflower sando. Started I don't yesterday. Th- I don't think I'd try that or the mushroom burger as a bet payoff. Which I got to work How about the Club, man? You'd be surprised. Yeah, really? If they yeah. don't tell you what it is, yeah. you know, that's great. What is this? Yeah. Cauliflower. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I signed it, up for this. It is fast food. So you you're, you can never be too sure what you're eating. You know, even yeah. at a high high uh, falutin spot like chicken. Anybody like into the black bean burger? No. Never tried one. Not personally. Yeah, no. I, I like black yeah, beans. I, I didn't like it. Not I, at I've, all. I've had it before. Couldn't doll it up enough to make it no, taste. No, okay. it wasn't pretty enough. Okay. Not enough mustard in the world to get past that idea. Oh, okay. The, okay. Once again. <laughs> the 469 Cowboys still need to address <laughs> linebacker, out of a jar. <laughs> and running back as well. There's a lot of things that need to be addressed with the Cowboys, but you know what? That's life in the NFL. Give me NFL. the positions again. Uh, linebacker, corner, running back. The Eagles have Bradbury free agent. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, free agent. Javon Hargrave, one of the best interior defensive linemen in the NFL, free agent. I mean, the list goes on and on uh, for uh, Jason Kelsey retiring. Like, that's four better players than I think any of the Cowboys available free agents. Um, So everybody's got issues, and the Eagles, I I think, are are going to pay Jalen Hurts, which will end their Super Bowl window, effectively. 
Um, so, I, you know, you, you, we could be confident. Last week when I said I think the Eagles are building a dynasty, I remember now, I, I said that if, if Howie Roseman gets his way and they draft their next quarterback instead of paying – you know, $45 million, $50 million against the cap. We got to run the Expressway 35 minutes of uninterrupted sports content coming up next right here. It's the G-Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. All right, welcome back. It is the G-Bag Nation here. Time to hit the expressway. 35 minutes of uninterrupted sports content. Yeah, uh, we got Bobby Bell coming up here in about six minutes and Lucius Alexander, LA Live, coming up in about 15 minutes for you. Uh, Cowboys have added an assistant. Will Harriger spent last year as a senior offensive analyst at USC working with Lincoln Riley. I like that. He has a pass with Dan Quinn in Atlanta and... Brian Schottenheimer in Seattle and with the Jags as well. So Will Harriger is a name. Uh, maybe he'll have significant influence. You know, I, I just I love some of the running game stuff that we would see on occasion from Kellen Moore. But it's like he used it as a trick play or something we were going to try this series. And, and then it was back to boring stuff. So hopefully Harriger can, you know, get you some of that horizontal spread and, and misdirection and, and create, uh, you know, running opportunities, easy opportunities. I think, you know, a lot of teams get frustrated that, that those intricate type of misdirection plays can backfire on you and create turnovers and mistakes. And it's hard to get everybody on the same page. But the, the teams that are coached the best, uh, they figure out a way to get, to get it get it done and executed. And I think that's what you saw from the Kansas City Chiefs getting touchdowns instead of field goals down there in the red zone when kind of man for man they were they were outmanned on the line of scrimmage. Okay, the Raiders released Derek Carr after the veteran QB declined to waive his no-trade clause. 
and just before his more than $40 million contract would have become guaranteed. Is Derek Carr done? Are we gonna are we gonna see him back in the mix? Can can he have like a, a resurgence and uh, a promising finishes to to his career? I kind of feel like that you might, and I know the teams like the Dolphins were talking about him down there. There's several teams that can use a quarterback, you know, and I think you put him with the right group, coach him. The guy is super competitive. He could be accurate, you know. I just think with the thing with the Raiders. That whole thing with all the coaching problems with Gruden, you know, with uh, interim coach, and they hire bad defense. Bad defense. They don't. They don't really help him. I mean, there are times in games where he's brought his team back. I, I think that man. Trust me, two thousand and one. I would have, you know, what to get a guy like this. He was but, in the MVP I mean, conversation in twenty sixteen. They won like uh, yeah. fifteen games, and yeah. he completed like seventy percent of his passes. I think in a great situation, he could still put up numbers and help you win a lot of games. But I'll put him like a little bit below even Kirk Cousins. I think that's what I think of his talent. Yeah, he's kind of in that mix of a guy who can be a solid starter for you, and you have a chance to make the playoffs with Derek Carr. You would think basically every year, but. There's no reason to believe in year nine or ten, whatever this is going to be for Derek Carr, that this is going to be a like some type of awesome turnaround with a perfect with everything being perfect. Maybe you could win multiple playoff games with him. Would you worry about him going to the Commanders? No, I mean more you, probably the best quarterback they've had in a while. But I'm not. No, I, I don't think that's going to be a determining factor for them. Okay, I, I just mean like I said, I, I just you know it would be better than what they've had. But yeah. For sure. Maybe for they sure. win the division. Um, but it's going to take something, you know, next level, uh, I think, for them to to thrive and, and be real strong contenders. I mean, that Raiders team kind of flopped when they got into the playoffs. Bird Turds lost both their coordinators. Steichen goes to the Colts as their head coach. And the Cardinals take Jonathan Gannon, the defensive coordinator. So they have been weakened a little bit. Mavs are off tonight. They will uh, visit the Denver Nuggets tomorrow. Evan Grant, guys, has posted his 26-man roster prediction for the Rangers on the Morning News website, and it is freaking awesome to look at these names together on paper. I bet, dude. A, no doubt a legit big league club. I mean, we go from AAA teams since 2018 pretty much when they finally admitted they were rebuilding to legit big league club way past that into kind of contenderish. You know, they need they they need an outfielder that can hit, and they'll figure out their bullpen on the fly, probably. But everything else is there. Everything else is there, guys. Are you ready for this? Are you ready for spring training and the Rangers joining the party of, of, of teams in the Metroplex that could actually get it done? I am excited. I'm not going to lie about that. I, I just think that you know that the last couple of years, what ownership's been able to do as far as spend the money, as far as changing the general manager, changing the attitude really of the uh, – you know, the team, I feel like with Woody, you know, maybe just like a placeholder, you know, you felt like I was like, okay, we're going to try and develop a guy and young manager and see if he can get it done. Now you went out and got a real manager, you know, World Series winning yeah. manager. You went out and you got legitimate pitching, you know, just please hold up and let it be healthy pitching. Sure. But, you know, it, you know, with Simeon and last year, what they were able to do, man, I, I, they lost so many games where they were tight. You know, if you just had a little bit maybe better timely hitting or a little bit better pitching to kind of carry him through. Just emphasis but, on the details, man. Yeah, you think Bochi yeah. is the difference maker in, in I think in he's gonna I think he I think he wins you five to ten games just by, by him being the manager. 
Is that unrealistic, though? No, I, I don't think so because of how much this team could benefit from a good manager. Yeah. Um, it's not just the game to game adjustments, but like specifically Chris Young talked about how we prepare yes. our mindset and he's got like that, uh, attention to detail and high standards that's, that's, for everything. That's what I'm thinking. He has expectations. And I think you can get stuck as a rebuilding team, not having expectations and thinking that's okay. And you're not keeping guys accountable. You're not having enough discipline because we're just developing. You know, and that's yeah. why there's there's good developmental coaches that you would not want in the playoffs, and there's good playoff coaches that you would not want coaching a developmental team. Okay, um, final news here before we get to Bob Bell. 2030 World Cup hosts are due to be picked in September 24. FIFA said on Tuesday, confirming that the three 2026 World Cup hosts, U.S., Canada, and Mexico, all will get their expected automatic entries confirmed in the 48-team finals tournament. Uh, FIFA's ruling council confirmed uh, that they are going to get locked in. They have targeted a a decision on that uh, since they have decided to move to 48 teams. And now we have that official confirmation, so we get an automatic bid. And we'll be finding out in 2024 who is going to be hosting the 2030 uh, World Cup. So there you have it. I I knew you were standing by for that news. It's time now for Bobby Belt to join you here on 105.3 The Fan. And a good afternoon, sir. How you doing? Howdy, gentlemen. How are you all? We're doing great. Derek Carr is in the news. Uh, he's not a Raider anymore. He's going to be a free agent. Texter says, isn't Derek Carr just another Dak out of the 469? How do you react to that? <sighs> With a heavy sigh, General. That's how I react to it. Uh, no, Derek Carr. Uh, if you want evidence that Derek Carr and Dak Prescott are not the same, look what happened to Amari Cooper when he came to Dallas. And look how things changed instantly for him when he got here. That's that, that's the best possible example I can give you. I mean, we can go through all the numbers that say Dak is better, which every single one of them pretty much will tell you Dak is better than Derek Carr and on a different tier than Derek Carr. Yeah. Um, but if you need some sort of visual evidence of, like, you know, supporting cast and what they look like together, watch Amari Cooper wake up and come to life as soon as he got here with Dak Prescott. If you're the Eagles, Bobby, are you are you going to throw the, the big contract at, at Hertz? I, I I generally think even if you have a flawed, you know, signal caller or whatever else, I think that's better than being a quarterback purgatory. And so uh, I, I'm always, if, if I was, you know, rooting for that team or covering that team or, or you know, with that team and, and helping make decisions or whatever else, I would always advocate for, we probably just need to get this done uh, until we have some sort of other contingency in place. Like, you know, you can walk away from, Brett Favre off of a good year when you have Aaron Rodgers back there and you're confident that, hey, this guy can be our future. And so if you've got that sort of a setup, fine. Um, but if you don't have a contingency, I don't think you can just roll the dice. It's a a very risky proposition to walk into. Uh, I mean, Washington thought, oh, well, we got this. We can walk away from Kirk Cousins. And not that Kirk Cousins is a world beater, but they would have been a whole hell of a lot better over the last several years if they had Kirk Cousins. And so... Uh, I just think it's always dangerous to walk away from somebody who's playing productively at the position. It's super fascinating to me, like uh, the idea that they could be, and they've kind of been at the forefront of moving off of these quarterbacks. Would they have the guts to do it? Because, Bobby, I mean, we've seen now when you pay top-tier elite quarterback money to a quarterback that probably isn't top-tier elite because there's really only two or three of them floating around at any given time in the sport – when you give them that money, it ends up backfiring on you. And if you're Harry Roseman, don't you think, hey, I can keep building dominant rosters and I'll find a quarterback that can run around and get it done mm. if I'm 
I mean, I don't know. If I'm Howie Roseman, I probably have that type of hubris. I, I don't know. I I don't know how much it actually like backfires. Like I think there are other reasons for things backfiring on you other than just you, you know when you say paying a quarterback elite money like that generally means you're two years into the deal and that quarterback is ranked twelfth in the salary rankings. Like it's so like like it, it cycles so quickly and so heavily and you know these these quarterback prices at this point appear to just be inelastic. So it's like you know go ahead. Uh, you know, pay him that, and in a few years, by by the time the extension years kick in, um, he's probably going to be down the list. Um, it's 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 the same, you know, thing that you looked at with Dak Prescott. Like, you know, it cost you thirty, and then it cost you forty because you dragged your feet. Um, and you got it done when you did. That's great because if you would have let him play another year on the tag, it was probably going to cost you forty five, like it did Kyler Murray. And so, uh, you know, I think that. It's always best to just get it done, and I, I don't know how much it ultimately harms you in the long run um, other than just putting it off. Putting it off harms you more than anything else. But, yeah, if you were going to hit reset, what, number 10, you you want to go get a Will Levis um, or, or, or somebody like that? I mean, I'll be, I'm really interested now, the thought of Shane Steichen and, and what he's been able to do going to Indianapolis. I'm really interested in the idea of a Will Levis or an Anthony Richardson there Yeah, and, and them try to, you know, uh, make that work. But, yeah, I, I think you just – you take care of business. You always pay your quarterback uh, unless it's just a black hole and and you you just soldier on. Hey, Bobby, uh, they, they signed a – it brought in an offensive quality control guy, Will Herringer. And if you, yeah, if yeah, you allow, Herringer. Yeah, Herringer. If you're going to allow me a minute, I asked somebody in the league about this cat. So if you allow me to kind of get this in real quick and yep. we maybe talk about him. Yep. Like I said, he's a great guy, hard worker, really respects and works in the evaluation process. There's a lot of guys in the league that felt like that this guy's got the mind to be a future play caller. Uh, he's very close with Schottenheimer. Be a big help for him. Uh, when Dan hired him away from Seattle, Pete Carroll got really mad at him for it, and there was a little bit of a strained relationship there. Uh, that that when Dan took uh, when took Will uh, brought him to Atlanta. So, uh, any thoughts about that? That was a little bit of kind of a thumbnail about the guy. Did you learn anything more about the about this? I know it's just a a quality control guy right now. Yeah, no, but I, I think those, you know, those guys matter. Yeah, uh, you know, those guys do. eventually become full-time coaches and yeah. then become coordinators. And I, I mean, that absolutely has Mike McCarthy always likes to tell people he got his start in this league as a quality control guy. Right. Um, and so, no, uh, Harriger is a guy who you're right. He does have a lot of respect around the league. Um, he was somebody that was in Seattle for a number of years, working really closely with Russell Wilson along the way um, through his prime years, like the, the, you know, kind of the last stages of his early development into the prime years. Uh, he was there helping out there. Um, you know, he was in, like you mentioned, Dan Quinn brought him over. Dan Quinn, Brian Schottenheimer both uh, think well of him. Uh, he helped Trevor Lawrence. He was coaching Trevor Lawrence uh, his rookie year. And then uh, last year, I know everybody views it as this is Lincoln Riley's offense at USC and everything else, which is where he's coming from. Um, but, uh, the, the way I understand it from talking to some people is it was Lincoln Riley and Will Harriger that were really responsible for Caleb Williams's development. Mm. And so, uh, a lot of people who are excited about Caleb Williams, I mean, Will Harriger had a hand in that. And, and like we said, he's, he's, you know, been around for the development of a guy like Russell Wilson and, uh, you know, he, he helped the early stages of Trevor Lawrence. And so, uh, I, I think there's some positive pedigree there. He's a young coach. He's, he's not even 40 yet. Um, and so, or he may be 40 now, 
Um, but he's he's one of the younger coaches, um, and and I think it's always good to invest in in bright young coaching talent on the offensive side of the ball. Bobby, how important is uh, getting a, an extension with Trayvon Diggs uh, done uh, this offseason? I would do it now. I get why. My anticipation is they will get Terrence Steele and CeeDee Lamb done this offseason, and Trayvon Diggs will play out his rookie contract and get tagged next year. That's just my anticipation. Now, look, mm. we, we've talked a lot about how – you know they're going to have their meetings, um, and and you know I'll I'll be out in Indy uh, at the beginning of next month, and I'll talk to people, and and I'm sure I'll have a better sense coming out of that weekend what everybody's plans are um, on both sides. But uh, I think that my my just initial thought on it right now is I would guess they do everything they can to get Lamb and Steel done, and and they just give themselves another year and think, look, if we got to tag Diggs, we'll tag Diggs. Um, but we, we, they, I don't think they feel like, man, we've only got a year of control left. I think they feel like we can delay this another year and tag him if we have to. And that tag number is probably going to be around what he'd be getting paid anyway. So if we sign him to an extension, so we can just push this off a little bit, but, um, you know, it'll, it'll be interesting to see how they, they, they play out. I I just have a feeling like the digs one has a a chance to go more sideways than the lamb negotiation. And, uh, you know, there, there's going to be more of that, but also if I'm, I know I brought this up to you guys. If I'm uh, Trayvon Diggs's agent, uh, Ryan Rubin, if I'm if I'm Ryan, I'm bringing out the quote from Will McClay last year at training camp when he told everybody Trayvon Diggs is elite, and anybody who says otherwise is clickbait. Like that's what I'm just bringing into the negotiation, saying, "Okay, show us, show us he's elite." Well, you're not alone with the Trayvon Diggs inner or uh, negotiations being characterized as probably a little bit more contentious than what you'll get from lamb or parsons because broadus has mentioned that as well like is is Diggs just gonna he's gonna try and reset the market and be the number one paid corner is that is, just, is that the idea i mean i don't actually know i just take all my talking points from brian i listen earlier in the day and oh. then i just I repeat them is I what i do sometimes no, too, bro no i, I know how are you getting all, to go to the all. combine by the way what's that how are you getting to go to the combine because friday after the show i'm not going for the whole week friday after the show i'm gonna fly out and i'll come back for monday Oh, okay. I see what you're so I'll, I'll okay. be out there for the weekend. Honestly, the weekend is honestly going to be more about meeting, uh, going to meetings with people than actually being at the combine. Gotcha, I think. man. All right, good. But deal. it'll it'll be it'll be good. But um, no, I think that it's it's more just about. There's no question about CD Lamb at this point. There, there's everything laid out in front of you. It's easy to look at other deals that Tory Dandy, his agent, has signed for receivers like Debo Samuel, who he repped. Um, and, and it's easier to have the framework, I think, in place. Diggs is a little different. Diggs is a guy who is, is a, you know, an all pro, um, but is is maybe most, I think people compare him more to like a J.C. Jackson, and J.C. Jackson is like the eighth highest paid corner right now. Yep. Uh, and I, I don't know that Diggs would be happy being the eighth highest paid corner. D- uh, J.C. Jackson makes 16 and a half annually. Yeah. You, you move down a couple years into the salary cap, uh, just, you know, and, count for inflation or, or whatever else you got to do there. And I think you're looking at the floor from Diggs's camp would be, and so they'd probably ask higher. The floor from Diggs's camp, I would guess, would be four years, $18 million per season. All right. Well, that I, I'd do that right now. Yeah, that sounds, uh, that sounds like a bargain for a player like that. Okay. Would you offer Kyrie Irving a max deal right now, Mr. Morning Sports Radio Show host? <laughs> no, probably not. Uh, let's just let's see how this goes. Let's, let's see how Kyrie feels next week or the week after. Uh, I, like, I mean, he's, he's been really fun to watch. He's a really good basketball player. But, you know, it's just it's one of those things where the thing we talked about on the morning show is it always ends poorly. 
Like every place he's been, it will end poorly. Like this isn't going to end like happily ever after. On, ra- Bobby, like jersey up, right up in the rafters. Come on, I'm just saying. Let me dream. Say, like like if it, if it's four months, great. If it's if it's four years, even better. Like whatever. Like however long it is, just enjoy the the great basketball while it's here. But I just I don't know. How about a little belief, okay? Yeah, and celebration. Yeah, how about a little bit of that? You know, I, I I'm here to ground people, guys. That's what I do. I'm the grounder. You, mm. Like like, but no, I I'm gonna enjoy. I'm saying enjoy Kyrie's like incredible basketball talents while they're here, whether that's four months or four years. Like I just I know it always. Every other stop he's been at, it's ended poorly, and so I don't. I'll I'll, I'll believe this one isn't gonna end poorly when when it finally comes to an end, and we go, oh, that was that was relatively harmless. Anything else before I let you go, Mr. Grounder? Just that I love you all. Thank you, sir. There he goes. He's Bobby Belt. And a must-follow on Cowboys Twitter. Catch him weekday mornings with Sean and RJ, 530 to 10. Time now for LA Live. Into the Pimp Cup we go for Lucius. Yeah, I have a question for the Tolos on this. Uh, what is it? Valentine's Day? That's it right. Almost at Thanksgiving, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you squares. It's time this It'll make you dance. Shout out to the great Rick James on this Valentine's Day. Him and Tina Marie. Oh, oh, geez. Love it. Yeah. LA Live, February 14th, 2023. Question for the Tolos right off the rip. I asked this on my Facebook page. You can follow me there. Lucius Alexander, find me on Facebook. I ask these questions. Uh, let's see what we got here for you boys today. What's the most unprofessional thing you've done at work? What is the most professional thing you've done at work? Now, gentlemen, I know you want to wow. talk. D- yeah, don't don't snitch on I yourself. Can't say, I can't say it. Yeah, make sure it's not yeah. this job or somebody that contracted to the last one. Yeah, people are litigious nowadays, and the trolls yeah. like to you know put Look things together. Yeah. Man, one of these days, I got to tell you about this show. That got me recognized uh, by Brian Purdy and got me hired here at the fan. I was filling in for Jim Rome. He was going off. Crazy things were happening behind the scenes. He was going off. Yeah. It was wild. Man, I would love like to old get school radio days. Yeah. Did you throw like a pin at the producer? <laughs> That's good no, stuff. No, no pins were thrown at the producer. <laughs> Come on, guys. He didn't go all Sharif on him. It's just a good, a good thing there wasn't a, a webcam back in that day, you know, in studio. Yeah. I don't, so, this is the most unprofessional thing you've done? Or the most professional, unprofessional. 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 At a job. Any you. job you've ever had on this planet. It could be the job when you were 13 years old. Yeah. Well, what you got, Broadus? I, I, know you got I did shoplift there. from the pet store I was at. Yeah, I did. Uh, at PetSmart back in the day. My bad. Okay. It was only maybe 80 bucks worth of stuff, but needed a new heater for my aquarium. Wasn't going to get paid. Pet smart. Yeah, pet smart. Yeah, my, I got you. My girl say, is it pet smart or pet smart? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know which one it is. I don't know either. I should have known that. Yeah, though. that was about uh, 25 years ago. That's the employee discount, Might have come right? up short a little bit. Yeah. You know, checking the inventory. Yeah, I, I used to wear out the deli meat at Kroger's. Oh. Yeah. I used to wear them boys out. Oh, really? Yeah, that, I mean, the guy used to hook me up, too. Yeah. I used to wear them. I'm talking about stacks and stacks of sandwiches, all the Capri Suns you ever seen with all the <laughs> chips and everything. My house was laid during the day, bro. <laughs> Come over and get a sandwich. Come on, dog. <laughs> I, I, I told an employer that I had a job that I really didn't have. There oh. you go. To get, enough, to get, get the, the job. Extra cheddar. Well, just to get the job. Yeah. I mean, I. Oh, I, oh. You I, lied about a job in the bag yeah, so I, that I, they would want to hire they you. They told me to go interview for this job. 
and I didn't get the job, I came back and I told them I got the job. And they, and they, and they, yeah, they said, the we don't want to lose you. So what's yeah. it going to take? There you go, brothers. And I, I told them what it took. That was this job the first time. That was like 12 years ago. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I remember that story. Yeah. Oh, that was well the did, well I was working played. at ESPN Dallas. Since you bring yeah. it up, I'll yeah. go ahead and be honest. Yeah. ESPN Dallas, I went over here and they, they said, listen, we don't want to lose you. And I said, well, I'm going to go over and interview. Newey Scruggs helped me to get an interview. And Bigby hated me. Yeah. Like, you know, he, and I, he hated me, and I, and I said, oh, fine. So I went back over to ESPN Dallas after the interview, and they said, they said well, what, do you, what do you think? I go, they, they offered me a job. Yeah. And, That's and beautiful. They didn't, and so they said. <laughs> That's uh, beautiful. Well played, sir. Yeah. yeah. That, that night, I got what I wanted from ESPN Dallas. Hey, man, we don't want to lose you, brother. That's yeah. exactly what they said. What kind of bag you want? Exactly. <laughs> I, really I know just two days ago, we told you we had no extra money, but we yeah. found 20 grand. Yeah. 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 Reach down in there and get that bag right yeah. there. <laughs> How many hundreds is that? Yeah. Oh. My, my, my dad, when he'd give you money, he used to lick his fingers. Yeah. And peel them bills peel apart. The, peel them bills apart. <laughs> How much you need? Yeah. 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 You need to get a job, boy. Yeah, get a job. 817, I work for Amazon. If you order too much heavy stuff, I'll deliver it to your neighbor. <laughs> that's no. petty. Oh, come on, fam. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, that's not a good one. Don't do that. Uh, let's see. What's the most unprofessional thing you've done? I asked the Tolos. Took a nap. A lot of taking a nap at work. Yeah. A lot of people are sleeping on the job. Mm-hmm. That's kind of wild right there. I, I just can't get that comfortable. Uh, let's see. Because we'd all go to hell if you did go to sleep on your 100%. Yeah. It would be. Yeah. This station, <laughs> none of us can do what you do. Uh, it's so wild. <laughs> uh, use the restroom in someone's chimney while inspecting their roof. Oh, jeez. Is that just like take a leak? Yeah. Into over, the, yeah. over the top. Yeah. 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 I, it does Stream sound kind of fun. Yeah. Not going to lie. You're on the roof. You're yeah. rocking and rolling. Yeah. You're in professional, but yeah. you, you got to go somewhere. Put yeah. the fire out. As soon as you put that fire on, you're like, what is that smell? What's that yeah. smell? What's going on in here? That's very unprofessional, sir. Yeah. Uh, had relations with a client. Got to close that deal. Probably, I, feel I was you. about to say, probably got the deal. <laughs> you, know, you close that deal. <laughs> it's a secret weapon. Yeah. Yeah. Sure is a secret weapon. Let's see here. <laughs> you got it like that. Yeah. Man, it could be a deal breaker at times. Yeah. Could be. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, I was going to get you done, but. <laughs> you're, not, you're not very good at yeah, this. You're not, <laughs> told my boss to F off. Oh, yeah. I did that yeah. before. Did with Parcells. You did that before? Yeah. Oh, they did. <laughs> First radio job. Paul Hanson. He was really mean. You know? <laughs> hey, buddy. Yeah. Really mean. <laughs> did you just haul off and say it? Yeah, like, yeah, ah, it was a, it, it was a, it was about a minute rant. Oh, was it? Yeah, in his office. Was it was the exclamation point the bleep you Paul and then you walked out or did you come out of the gates bleep you uh, Paul? He didn't let me, he did not let me stop. He he came around to the side of me while I was yelling at him, opened the door and said, "Mark, come in here." And he was talking to the GM. <laughs> like, "Handle this." Oh, yeah. I thought he was calling Mark. Come look at this. Yeah. Fool. <laughs> He's I, got a good laugh at this my, guy. My whole point was don't you ever talk to me like this again. You know, I'm not a kid. Yeah. You know, you can't just bully me just because you're like 40 years older and have all this experience in radio. Yeah. F you. I you like know? that. Did yeah. he shake your hand afterwards? Good, good for you. Now you're a man. No, no, we're buddies on Facebook, though. <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for you to pop out that shit, boy. Awesome guy. Awesome dude. Awesome yeah. dude. Yeah. Really, really cool dude. He, he was just bitter and, and had a drinking problem and, and wanted oh. to vent on... Inexperienced radio people didn't that know what they were doing. Sounds like the Navy. <laughs> <laughs> sounds just like it. Uh, drank liquor. No, I drank a client's liquor. I guess you're going to give it to the client and said, ah, just it's sitting here for too long. Yeah. yeah Somebody's got to crack this open. Yeah. <laughs> Holiday <laughs> gift. Yeah. It keeps calling me. Yeah. I used to, in college, I worked for the, I worked for an apartment complex 
and so I would have to work by myself in the office on Saturdays, and I would I would close that thing up early every single oh, time. No. Hour early. Oh, I try to get my check in yeah. before three, so you will hit me with the late fee, bro. The amount of emails my bosses would get. I tried to deliver, and I tried to bring it to the office on Saturday, and I'm like, I don't, I didn't see it there. I don't know. I ain't got the 120, dog. Please. Yeah. Saturday in college. Like, do you think I want to be just sitting in an office until no. five o'clock? No. Close at three on Saturday. No. For the love of God. Yeah, and it's all types of petty stuff. People coming and bring you just weird things. Just Man. bringing problems to the office. Oh. So-and-so neighbors of Leopold. You guys aren't picking up the trash. I haven't been getting my mail. Yeah. My key's not work. Like, come on, dude. It's 9.30 in Wait, the morning. You think I'm going to fix this? Relax. Last night was insane. You see my hair, bro? Not fixing your problems. You look like a guy <laughs> that has solutions. Yeah. No. What's the most unprofessional thing you've done at work? Uh, I got a Tolo says popped a Molly mid shift New Year's Eve while working at a restaurant. Oh, wow. Okay, that's yeah. pretty wild, bro. Yeah. All right, it's not something I've experienced. Just but... flirting with everybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sounds like maybe you become the life of the party. No doubt. Uh, got caught up with my boss's daughter. Ooh. Ooh. What are you doing, bro? Too. Really? It wasn't my boss. It was the sales manager, you know, which was just maybe worse. Uh, 469 had relations with female soldiers while on guard duty in Iraq. Absolutely. Yeah, that happens. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Especially out there, bro. Woo. And cruises and stuff. People are wild. Uh, yeah, I got caught with my boss's daughter. Got <laughs> drunk while working at Bennigan's on St. Patty's Day. Blonde Jenna. <laughs> Hammered at a Bennigan's on St. Paddy's. Yep. That's not bad. Nah, that's not that's a bad a way plan. to do St. Paddy's. Yep. There is a lot of hanky panky going down at work, according to the truckwreck.com. A whole lot. Yeah. A yeah. whole lot. I got I've a story can't tell in the air. Yeah. Yeah. Some solo missions. Some. That's wild. Yeah. Uh, what's the most <laughs> unprofessional thing you've done at work? Got a job I wasn't qualified for. Look, they brought us. Yeah. <laughs> that's, hey, exactly. That's me, for sure. And let's see. What's the most unprofessional thing you've done at work? Uh, relations on the 14th floor while it was under construction. Oh, that's a good move right there. Vacated. Yeah. Yeah. Head yeah. up there after the construction workers. Yeah, I know. gave a little star and a heart and a 100% and thumbs up. So hopefully <laughs> she knows. <laughs> yeah, let's keep it moving. She back in the day. We do it every day here at 2.30 on the fan. We have a vacated Tyler's new person right here. Uh... Basically, if you go out with your girlfriend tonight or a significant other, whatever you got going on in your life, don't get too drunk because your significant other may not like that person you become when you get drunk. Listen to this girlfriend. Man, my boyfriend slow as hell. See, this is what I've been talking about right here. Like, I'm drunk, but I can function. But he drunk, and he get... <laughs> he get dyslexic. Like, and it really pisses me off. This is why I never go to the club with him. Like, seriously. And look how cute I look. And then he always going in the night because he had, like... Yeah, like Stuart Griffin. Uh, and be like, have fun with your boyfriend, have fun with your boyfriend. <laughs> Man, he act like a three year old. And this driving me nuts. And I'm tired of getting cute for no reason at the club. And then we have to leave early because my boyfriend getting drunk. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like she had a good attitude about it. Yeah, like she she's trying. fed up, but still laughing. Yeah, she's like, I can't. Did, did, did you see what Bobby did, Lucius? 
<laughs> Bobby just texted you. Bobby goes, didn't want to screen call, so dumped it every time the host gave out the phone number. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's legendary. <Wow. laughs> and the award goes to. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what, a, what a play. That is wow. great, bro. Because you can't answer the phones if, the, if it's too dumped up out of there. Yeah. It just won't let you answer it. Yeah. Got some headlines for you guys. Uh, police continue to search for a Texas mom accused of leaving kids at home for two months. Oh, my goodness. Uh, how old? Uh, well, they were young kids. Damn. I don't have the actual ages. I'm not going to say her name, uh, but it's Miss Yates. Wow. And uh, police say she left her two small kids to fend for themselves with barely any food at their home. ABC 13, that's in Houston, has learned that she has uh, she's still posting online. And she's potentially a few states away. Oh, wow. Left her kids to fend for themselves. As she goes out there and hits the streets, she's for the streets. Yeah. That's probably a significant drug issue going on there. Why you couldn't leave them with your mama or family member or the father or something like that? At least restock the pantry and the fridge. What are you doing? Like, make sure I got the peanut butter and jelly on deck and the ramen noodles or something, Mom. Don't leave me like that. Uh, a little warning right here for you people. That Dallas- should be probably 30 years in jail. Sorry, Lucius. No, really no, it, it should be. Yeah. Two months? Yeah. We're not talking about two hours where you went out yeah. to a, a, 24 hours. You went to a club or something like that. We're talking about two whole months. I mean, just the trauma of being abandoned is one thing. Then you add hunger on top of that. Yeah. <sighs> you can't pay the bills. Did the water shut off? No. That's, that's 40, 50 years in prison. Now, if I was like 13 years old and my parents left me for that long, if you paid the bills and gave me food, I would think it was heaven. Yes. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Right about 13, 14. Yeah, yeah, around that little age right yeah, there. Yeah, that'd be great. Dallas, Dallas Police Department warns public of uh, police imposters who are pulling people over and using their lights to avoid traffic. Ooh. So uh, if you yeah. get pulled over by an unmarked car, yeah, turn on your blinkers, it says, drive the speed limit, and call 911 to get that car behind you verified. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's scary. I mean, I'm just so... I'm so terrified and worried about getting a ticket and like being in trouble and everything. I don't know if my brain works that well when I'm getting pulled over, but I'll try to remember that. Absolutely, especially with the the uh, Scorpion Squad in Memphis. Did you yeah, see that story? Yeah, yeah. I've been seeing that. Did you yeah. like the Red Dogs in uh, yeah. A- Atlanta? Yeah, there, same kind of there, situation. There are some like undercover dudes that might roll up on you, and they are real police, and they'll get really, really ticked off if you don't believe them. Yeah, that's a tough spot to be. Yeah, you seen that Black History uh, Police Mobile and. Florida somewhere? I didn't see that. I'll never pull over for that junk. You're going to be behind me all day. I'm not pulling over. You're not buying it? I don't know what's going on in there. That's real. What is that? Is that a Kente cloth cop car? I'm I'm good, fam. Uh, Let's see. And before we get out of here, I got a joke for you by Shane Gillis. Now, this joke is basically how Alabama got black players on the field. Okay? Okay? But he's using, uh, well, I just let him explain it to you. Check this out. Racism is in America, football. (laughs) There's a Disney movie, Remember the Titans, dedicated to what I just told you. The whole point of that, dude, that was one high school football season. Remember the Titans was like, it was eight weeks. That whole town went from like centuries of like, don't let them in our school, to just like, oh the high school team's (laughs) 4-0. Those are my brothers. <laughs> the point I'm trying to make is if you want to get rights in America, you just got to put together a good football team. <laughs> you know what I mean? If the transgenders got together and put together just a fucking hard nose, <laughs> run it down your throat ball club. 
<laughs> is it trans at just three yards in a cloud of dust? <laughs> Transgenders. <laughs> if, the trans, if the trans community could just somehow upset Alabama, <laughs> everybody down there tomorrow would be like, those are some tough bitches, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that is good. Well done, Lucius. That is good. Once again. That's basically how Alabama became uh, integrated on a football team. Same way. I'm out of here, fam. There it is. LA Live every night about 540. Okay. Until September, our final edition of TD Tuesday, Shaka Lock, is coming up next here on 105.3 The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.